Kobe. Like yesterday, we used to rock the show. I lace the track, you lock the flow. So far from hanging on the block for dope. Notorious, they got to know that. Life ain't always what it seemed to be. Words can't express what you mean to me. Even though you're gone, we still a team. Through your family, I'll fulfill your dreams. In the future, can't wait to see. If you open up the gates for me. Fuck. Dude, it's true, Thanks, man. man. I did all my crying no, uh, it's true. On, uh, on Monday, bro. It's yeah. totally true. When you're sad and you hear a sad song that hits home, it fucking makes it 10 times worse. It does. Jesus. What up, everybody? Uh, today is a somber January 30th, 2020. <clears throat> I am your host. This is Mr. Rezga's Neighborhood. My name is Eddie, and I am here with uh, your friends. Here with my friends. With yes. the neighborhood. Which, man, I, I got to thank God that you guys are both here, man, because honestly, after this week, it's rough, man. I know I, I, I don't want to make it seem like we're on uh, on overkill, man, but it's very, very hard to not talk about the biggest thing going on in the world. That shit is huge. Thing. Yep. I'm Definitely. pretty damn sad, man. I think I, I think I, as far as tears are concerned, like... I think I got most of them out like over the weekend and the first part of this week, but little things, man, that I see on either social media or somebody talking about it still gets me choked up. Man, you guys feeling that way this week? Yeah, definitely. I was in shock on Sunday. You got Kobe fatigue? No, I mean, say it. I just have a I I have a really hard time when you don't know somebody, you know, like getting to that level. Yeah. When you really don't know somebody. Okay, that's the know? beautiful voice of our guy, Kevin. Kevin, yeah. welcome. How you doing What's today? Up? What's up, people? You know what I'm saying? I'm just back. You know what I mean? Let's just dig right you know what into it, man. So you're stone heart of yours. Um, <laughs> are you <sighs> saying that you didn't cry? Yeah, probably, probably going to lose some fans over this. Bro, today. you didn't cry. No, I did not cry. I oh. did not cry. I was sad, especially the daughter, the other family. and um, No, but I didn't cry. I just, Damn. I just, Neither he doesn't I. know I exist. You didn't cry either? No. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's sad. It's a horrific story. Um, you know, it's tragic. You feel for a lot of the ballplayers, for sure. A lot of the ballplayers that he impacted. Um, but in regards to it affecting me, no. You know what I think it is with you guys? And that other voice, of course, is our young buck, uh, Miss Jocelyn. Jocelyn, how are you? I'm good. How's everyone doing? We're doing all right. All okay. right. Thank you. Yeah. I, th- I feel like this is <laughs> going to be therapeutic, honestly. Um, you know what I think it is, guys? And, 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 and this is not a shot to you guys or anything, but I think it's just more of the reality of the situation. Uh, the, the part that's really got me messed up is <clears throat> the family, the, the children. Oh, the, yeah. The, the separation. Yeah. Right? And, and right now, I know that there was more families, but I'm only talking about like Kobe's family, you know, left mm-hmm. behind a wife, uh, three, three daughters, three daughters, three daughters. Three others. And I think that's the part that really just gets to me, man. Like, you know, you can't help as a father to kind of put yourself in that position of like, yo, if this happened to my daughter and myself, like, where would that leave my wife and my son? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's I don't I can't even put myself there. Like, it's just so damn sad. And I think that that's where a lot of people are kind of, you know, relating on that level. That's what made me the most sad, man, is that like. You know, certain things that you kind of took for granted, uh, certain things that like you were expecting. I'll give you a perfect example of something. I was totally expecting like to see Kobe's like Hall of Fame speech that was going to come up later this year. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to be able to see that. no That's more. That's true. Dude, nope. that doesn't get you guys like sad at all. I think I was sad. Um, definitely. I think I I mean, I was, you know, I me. Mean, I was freaking trolling the Internet first thing on Sunday morning and then I texted you guys about it. Um, but. I think I was more in shock, first of all, because I, I didn't even really believe it at first. And then from there, I just, I did get a little, like, I got, like, watery eyes and all that, but I didn't actually, like, full-on cry. I think you, I for me, I have to have an emotional attachment to that person and a, almost a personal relationship with them. Um, like, I've even been to, this going to sound horrible, but I've gone to funerals and I haven't cried before. And I think it's more, I deal with things my own way. Um Actually, I'm kind of with you on that. I have yeah. a really hard time uh, not crying. And, and you know, part of that has to do with I've lost people that are close to me, but like super close. Like I'm blessed, like my immediate family all intact. Everybody's there. Yeah. But like, Same. 
you know, you sense everybody around you crying and, it, you know, it's pretty tough to hold it together. But like, I, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Like yeah. uh, a lot of funerals and stuff like that. I think I've been able to hold it. But uh, I, I don't know why this one just hit home. I think it's like all the um, and you can probably talk to this, Kevin. You can talk about this. Like, haven't you seen how many like like you said, like fellow NBA players that are just. You know, talking about stuff that we never knew. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, you know, after my injury, the first person to call me was, yep. you know, yeah. Kobe, Kobe Bryant. He, walked, he helped me through this. Yeah. He guided me here. He Let told me, ask, me these words. I think it's because of who he was as a person, not just as a basketball player. It sounds like he was just an, he was an amazing person, too. He wasn't just an amazing basketball player. So I think that's the main thing that gets everybody because such, you think, you know, with so much success and with him being so kind-hearted and, and you know with all his good um characteristics you just never think someone like that's just gonna be gone just especially the way that it happened well and a lot of people don't realize the value of that person until they're actually gone mm-hmm. well let you me ask I mean? you something are, are you guys surprised at all that uh and i hate to say it but like early on kobe kind of was looked at as like a jerk don't you think like early on in his career just uh just very arrogant obviously yeah right you know um i remember a lot of players kind of or not even players but like when the whole Shaq kobe thing was happening there was like this this undercurrent of like players not wanting to play with kobe one because he was a ball hog and two because they just felt <clears throat> like he was such an alpha male that they could it wasn't something that they can play with or someone that they can play with when in reality, this guy behind the scenes apparently was like a real cool down to earth dude. Like, I think that that's my biggest takeaway from all of this is how he was, you know, like I said, reaching out to people that were sick, reaching out to players that were sick. Shaq mentioned something about like, you know, the first person to call him when his sister died recently was Kobe or when his stepfather died was Kobe. Like, Dang. I would have never guessed that, man. Like, I'm honestly kind of taken back by it because I'm like, dude, this guy totally had a bad rep. You know what I mean? About, like, being selfish or, you know, not really caring about anybody else but himself. And when in reality, it was it was quite the opposite. Mm, I don't know if I was really taken aback by it. I think I know that he was about the game. And that was always what everyone always said about him, that his just his... um what do you call it? His work ethic, I guess you would say, in that Unmatched. regard. Yeah, like Don't there's just no like him. He was unmatched, so dedicated. No? Wouldn't you say that? Oh, yeah, no, no, unmatched? of course. He's an icon by, by all means. I mean, it, there's, you know, you got MJ, Kobe, LeBron type, you know, type of caliber, game changer, NBA game changer. Um, no, by all means, 100%. Like him or don't like him, that's that's what he is and it's what true. he did. Yeah. Well, what is crazy to me, though, is you take such an event, how powerful of a human being he really is, doesn't show till actually now. What I mean by that is this event is essentially it's a worldwide thing. China, for example, ton of fans in China, big basketball market in China as well. Um, what it, but what the message actually, it's a message. It's actually unites and it allows people to self reflect, which in turn is a very powerful thing. If you actually think about that, right? That's true. Because I, I think it brings it, other people didn't together. Didn't this make you self-reflect this week a little yeah, bit? Make I, you think I, of your loved ones, I think your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your close friends. And that is a powerful message and a powerful movement that, um, that he was able to, to provide because he really did provide that for a lot of people. And that's a good thing for the world, the universe, right? Kevin, I don't, I don't thing. think you could have said it any better. I mean, I, it's kind of transitioning because we did want to spend some time, well, you know, about Kobe. Day, so. and, uh, <laughs> 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 we did spend some, we did want to spend some time kind of talking about the Kobe, but you know, this podcast is not a like, you know, it's not a, a usual a, podcast. It's not, it's not a morbid. You know, we want to we want to <laughs> acknowledge what has happened. You know, relate to other people going through the same grief or same sadness because it is honestly. It's normal. It's normal to feel that way. But like everything in life, man, whether it's me that dies, you guys that die or whatever, people just have to pick up the pieces and keep going, man, because life is not going to stop. You just got to go. So I feel like that's kind of where we want to take this podcast. We want to acknowledge what happened. We definitely every single one of us have felt sad, different levels of sad. But we want to transition this into exactly what you just said. 
reevaluating relationships, friendships. It changed me, man. I'll be honest with you. I sat there and thought about it. And the very first thing is like, dude, like we have no guarantee that we'll be here later on today, tomorrow, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's caused me to go back and reflect again. And I feel like such a ref- like somebody who reflects all the time. But, you know, these little things or it's not little thing, but this thing here really caused me to go back and be like, yo, life's too damn short. Hell like, yeah. Straight like, up. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about going back to people that maybe I haven't spoken to and just saying, hey, man, you know, I know shit's happened in the past. Let's just fucking let bygones be be bygones and squash it. Hey, and just man, move forward. you know, I know you slept with my ex, but, you know, it's cool, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that would apply to you. Kevin, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I can let that one slide just so you know. But oh, OK, never mind. Would you let your. No, I'm just joking. I'm just saying. I'm just fucking. I know, but you opened up Pandora's box now. I'm just pulling. I'm gonna ask you. Just pulling your toe, bro. If uh, one of your friends slept with your chick, would you be like cool with that? No. (laughs) I'm just saying hypothetical. (laughs) Oh, okay. Just leave it there. Simmer down down the estrogen, bro. So tell me, what are you guys going to? uh, What have you guys learned from it? Anything? No, it just literally just honed me back and humbled me back to to appreciating those who are around you, your loved ones, and just appreciating the fact that they're still here, that you can still, you know, hear them breathe. You can communicate with them. Um, you can have emotion with them, uh, experiences with them. Um, so that's, that's what it made. That's what the, that's what it did for me. What about the fam- What about the family squabbles? Cause everybody's got family squabbles, bro. What do you mean? You know, people in the family that you probably have beef with that you don't talk to or whatever. Hasn't gotten has gotten you to go back and reflect on that? No, no, I don't. Pretty, I, pretty good with everybody in my family, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. no squabbles. Man, that's pretty good. No, yeah, you're fam- good, dude. No, every I, family has fucking squabbles. I mean, dude. you have squabbles, but it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't hold grudges, so that's good. I, I'm not the grudge type. I you hold are, grudges. You're a better man than yeah. I am. That's for I sure, don't man. like whatever. Good, dude. Dude. You don't want to come that day. Whatever. Okay. Well, big, fu- big deal. Whatever. Like because of those reasons, it, life's too freaking short. Whatever. You know, I just, it just doesn't bother me. I don't care. It's not a big deal. You know, what about our Salvadorian friend over here? You, you got mad squabbles. I'm sure I have <laughs> beef with a few people, you know, I, y'all, y'all know, <laughs> um, would this cause you to go back in, you know, and go back and reflect and be like, yo, <clears throat> bygones be bygones? Um, only with certain people, maybe in my family, per so- uh, not, not anyone, not any friends. Mm-hmm. So definitely for people that are in my family that, you know, there's a lot of disagreements as far as um, I'm not religious. You know, I'm not very involved in any of that. Um, for example, and I have a grandma who's crazy religious, you know, and I don't know. I just think maybe just being cordial with everybody on that side of the family that's very, you know, into all of that. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where they don't agree with me on a lot of things because I'm very liberal and they're very conservative, you know, and I've just I've chosen not to hang out with those people or really involve myself in any of the family events involving those people. And it's kind of dumb if you think about it, because then you don't see all these people and you miss out not only on talking to them and having these experiences with them, but on everybody else that comes along with it. So, for example, if somebody else is going to be there, that's, you know, and that person is there, then, you know, you, you tend to miss out on additional things. So it didn't make me think about that. Um, Are you guys the kind of people like if somebody is going that you don't like, like you'll exclude or exclude yourself from that event because you're like, ah, I don't want to see that person. Like, I'd rather just not go. Are you guys those people? There's only one person uh, for that. It depends. For me. Not not family, though. Uh, it depends. Maybe. You know, it depends where it's at, what it is, how long I got to be there, how often am I going to run into that person, whatever it may be. You know, it just it depends. Man, I've never really been that person, but I have a bunch of people around me that are, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, that like want to exclude themselves from like certain things. I'm like, oh, I'd rather not go. I'd rather just not deal with seeing this person for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not always like family. It could be friends or or people like mutual friends or you know, people that act stupid when they either drink too much or whatever, you know, just kind of, ah, I'd rather just not. 
Man, I, I gotta say, like, <laughs> these little things just always cause... I, I don't know why I'm in such a time of reflection. You know what I mean? Of just mm-hmm. going back and being like, yo, like, it, did this really mean a lot, like, in the grand scheme of things? You know what I mean? Like, no. Like, I could fucking live with just going back, revisiting it, say, yo, man, whatever. We good. I'll be honest with you. I, I respect your opinion, but I don't agree with you. No, that's fine. I yeah. think, like, a lot of times with... um. There's just certain things that no matter what, the damage is already done, right? And that will never change my relationship with that mm-hmm. particular person. Agree. And that will never, nothing will ever go back to how it was before. Mm-hmm. I can be around or in the same room and I'll be, my mom always used to say, and those, you know, growing up, she'd always teach us things with like dichos or whatever, like sayings, right? Yeah. Basically like quotes. And she'd always say, lo cortés no quita lo valiente. And which is basically like being... Being courageous doesn't mean you have to be rude to people, essentially, you know, so I will still be courteous to someone. I will still say good morning. I will still say hi, but I'm not going to sit there and hang out with them and talk to them and pretend we're buddies. There's no way in hell. There's certain people I just can't do that with. Yeah. No, I I think we agree on that. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying forgive everybody. Fuck that. That's boring. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) um, what about like going back? Because I think you mentioned something uh, when you were talking uh, about religion mm-hmm. and we've we've kind of we've kind of talked about this but uh and, and this is di- digging more maybe into what your beliefs are or whatever but like what do you guys think happens when you die <laughs> i don't know i always think i always think death is like a dream though you know you ever fall in that dream you're in that realm it's a different realm i kind of see it as a different realm right do you have you ever seen interstellar you guys ever seen Interstellar? I have not. No, you no, have I never haven't. seen it. In- what the fuck? No, yeah, dope ass movie it's with McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. dope ass movie. <laughs> no, so there's there are different realms that may or may not exist. It may happen. You know, it may be a big possibility that they exist now. Mm-hmm. You don't know because it's another realm. You don't know that. So uh, I, I always feel like death is just an another. You're just put into another realm. I feel like it's <clears throat> it's it's gonna feel like a dream with more. Um, with a little more uh, of an enhancement, right? Because you feel like you're in the dream, right? To, right? Would you guys agree? You feel like you're in I'm your dream? I'm kind of not following. Uh, so you're saying when you die, you're in a dream? I, I'm I get what you're saying. No, no, no. I, I just feel like it's going to... I'm, I guess I'm explaining how's it... Like I, when you're I guess drifting the feeling off. when you're dying, I guess, is what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say, is the feeling of dying, it feels like that. feels like you're going into a dream, um, that you're more enhanced, then you stay in that realm. That's just my opinion with it. Um, now when you're in it, that I could not answer. I, I have no freaking clue what happens when you, you know, believe in like heaven and hell. No, okay. I do not. You? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. And I guess just like the old school, like Catholic, you know, teachings that some stuff just sticks, you know? Um, I do question like everything when it comes to religion, to be quite honest. Didn't you just tell me like this week that you don't believe in religion? Is that you? That I don't. That? Yeah. I don't believe in organized religion. I think it's dumb. Word. Because I just, I, there's just too many. Hallelujah. Dude, there's too many things that religion causes so many issues within people. Like, look at freaking Israel. You don't got to go that far. I mean, it is far, but yeah, you know what chaotic. I mean? It's crazy. It's like they are constantly in a state of havoc or war or something's going on because of all the different religions. I feel like religion just further ignites that, you know? And so, I don't know. I just, I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. I, it doesn't mean I don't believe in God. I do believe in God. I do believe that yeah. in good and bad and all of that. But I think organized religion just causes issues. It does what, around the world. Eddie, what do you think happens when you die? So, um, homie, I think I'm still a little bit more conventional Catholicism, but, uh, okay. So I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but, uh, in this last year I had something done to me. It was called a Kashik reading. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and a lot of it has to do with numerology. It has to do with like uh, previous lifetimes, which totally goes against everything in, in Catholicism. But um, I do believe that when you when you die, that your soul, you know, is released, is released. Mm-hmm. And then I, I feel like that could be a blend of both things, you know, both what we feel like in Catholicism, you know, you either go to a heaven or hell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But not in the sense of like you go to the pearly white gates. You know what I mean? Right, like right. That, like yeah. I, I, like a, f- a form of it. 
like that reading that I had said that I was like on my ninth lifetime. You're a yeah, wise I mean. man. <laughs> um, it's pretty trippy, man. I would actually advise everybody out there to go have something like this because, you know, um, when you're having the reading done, you know, you're doing your best to basically not give this person any information. You know, when they're mm -hmm. asking you questions, right. they're well, generally sure are like real. yes or no. And you want them to essentially not get any clues from you. Just like, okay, tell me what it is. Right. And you'll get to a point where they're going to ask you, like, what do you want to know? And it's not so much like a like a future. Let me tell you your future or whatever, because that's not really what it's about. It actually has more to do with like your personality, mm -hmm. uh, previous lifetimes, previous like karmic debts and stuff like that, which, you know, if you want to like send me a, a, a direct message, it's, it's a conversation that we can probably have off the pod. But um, I would say 80 percent of the stuff that this person told me really hit home like. Um, have you ever felt like you lived in another time period? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm For talking me, yeah. about? I honestly feel like I've lived like in the wild, wild west, you know? Oh, for real? Like, yeah. I've That's honestly funny. feel like I've lived like during like the Roman times. You've never like, you've never felt no. like you lived there? No, I, I, I haven't had anything show me like, oh, he lived, you know. No, I haven't. I haven't. Okay. Why, why do you think that, though? I honestly can close my eyes and feel like I'm there, like even mm. now. So, like, like you close your eyes and like you're yeah. Ned Stark? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it, I think I know what he means because it almost feels like, you know, when you see something, for example, like let's say you, let's say you see a commercial on TV, right? And mm -hmm. then it kind of makes you think like, oh, that place looks like familiar almost. Yeah. And to me, it's my tastes in certain things are really random. For example, like. I like a lot of stuff from like the Middle East. I like a lot, a lot of exotic things or I don't know. Sometimes it's, you know, because it looks pretty or whatever it is or yeah. certain art and things like that. But it's just, I don't know. You're attracted to certain things and you, sometimes you're kind of like, hmm. Yeah. When, you wonder you, why. You kind of wonder why. Yeah. You, know? you wonder why. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I wonder the, why I like black chicks, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, okay. So like the crazy part, I always thought that this was a Libra thing because uh, uh, as a Libra, like we always constantly want to put ourselves in other people's shoes and kind of understand where their thinking is and fairness and all that other stuff do you do you do that too because you're a libra too do yeah you, okay mm -hmm. so like i always thought it was more it's a perspective thing yeah, yeah. like some, something more along those lines where you know i would even like history books i would be like oh trip out like this is crazy like looking mm -hmm. back at the roman times i can honestly feel like i can close my eyes and i'm there like i don't know how to explain that that's but, weird but this, i've but, never heard that but before. this reader literally told me just that like you've lived in previous lives <laughs> You know, your background has always been real estate related, not so much money, the way you deal with money now. It's more of like in previous lifetimes, it was like a barter situation or it was like you you held deeds to like land and stuff like that. it was crazy, man. It really was crazy. Mind you, this this chick knew nothing about me other than my date of birth. That was it. Damn, that's nuts. And um, this is like a really long answer to what I'm saying, but I honestly feel like. Uh, heaven per se is more of a, your spirit basically transitions into like a next lifetime, you know and what a I mean? And, and a decent life, right? Something that's like, you know, maybe middle class, something, you know, something where you're not struggling going into jail. Maybe well, the crazy part is you, you can know. have previous lifetimes where you were like animals, insects, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, guess, I have a, I have a comment about that. So since you brought that up, yeah. um, well, a lot, one of the beliefs in, in Hinduism, for example, and mm -hmm. I know this cause my ex was Hindu. And one of the things I used to say is God lives in everything and mm -hmm. everyone and all the living beings. And that's part of the reason why they're all vegetarian or why they should be vegetarian. Not all of them are, um, <clears throat> well, they believe that in each lifetime, you're basically born in different stages. So think about it like the, your first lifetime, you're born, you're a fly. Okay. So you pass that lifetime. Then think of it like, a, to, almost like, like levels thing? in a video game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you're a dog and then you're a cow and then you're whatever, you know, until and the human is the last form of your, your lifetimes. And then that's the, like the last step before going to heaven. That's what's believed in Hinduism. So it's interesting that you say Ooh, that that's because kinda tight. that's kind of tight. Yo. No, it's crazy. Okay. That's, that's, that's how it, you know, works supposedly. Didn't you have some sort of reading done, Kevin? You did, right? But it wasn't a Kashik reading. It was like no. the, it was a tea. It was Remember? a tea. The tea reading, right? Yeah, I had a tea reading. Yeah, but 
Dude, I, I would advise I you guys to have a Kashik reading. Day. Yeah, I didn't vibe it. I want to do the, the the one you had. Yeah, the Kashik reading. I actually did tarot. Oh, you did? I did. I did tarot. Ooh, dude, you're, invi- you're inviting the Kukui into your life, dude. dude no, dude. Scary. It was actually... It was crazy because I literally told them nothing. Like, I, I told them nothing. And she, whatever, wanted to tell me... Basically asked me, what do you want to know? I said... I don't know, personal life and work life. Like, that's really all I said. Like, there could be a million things with that. And it was pretty spot on of, about, like, where I'm at in my life. And let me ask you something. Did they pull over, like, the death card or whatever? Like, the, the real crazy, like, you're going to die card. And then, and, no. and it's funny thing because, like, everybody who gets that card, they'll say the same thing. It's not so much that you're going to die. It's just, like, the old version of yourself is going to be gone. You're going to transition into, like, something brand new this year. Like, no, you guys never heard of that. Mm, I didn't get that. I got the someone is leaving your life who is trying to hold on, which was interesting because, I mean, that's when facts, my, my divorce was going on, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's just kind of a trip that that was mentioned because, you know, they didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that and just a couple other things as far as like family and personal life that were pretty spot on. I don't know. I think I'd, I'd like to share to be quite honest. Got it. What's trippy to me is there's a thousand possibilities of what we are or how things are. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's fun. Like what you just said, that's yeah. interesting. The whole Hindu thing, like you start as a fly then you start as a horse and you start as, and then you ultimately get to the, to a human body. Mm-hmm. Right. That's interesting. Right. I don't know that anybody can argue that, that that's wrong. Obviously mm-hmm. you'll have an opinion towards it, but it's kind of cool to think like, Hey, and kind of going back to what you said too, Eddie was like, yeah, you, there's your souls, your soul's free. And then it's going to be placed somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then, cause sometimes I think about that. I'm like, man, why are some, why are some younger people a lot more wiser than older people? Why mm-hmm. is that? That's so true. Why, why is that? Why do I know more than this individual? Why am I a lot more wiser? I think the term we hear a lot is like old souls, right? Like, yeah. You know, like, like why, yeah. why is people that? People that are young and just like have like this crazy, like mature attitude. hundred percent. And, like, and yeah. that may, I think about that all the time and I'm like, God, what is, why is that dude 70 and he's still that way or he's still learning the hard way so many ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but why is that? Was it because they were, you know, placed back into that body, into that mindset, into that mind frame? I, you know, who knows, right? It's just conversation at this point, but it's, it's interesting trippy. that you say that because there you have people, for example, that are all raised the same way for, uh, and the only example I can think of is like my dad and all my uncles are all so different. And I know like a lot more influences that obviously like personalities and all that, but they were all raised the same, you know? And my dad is the one that's, I think a little bit more unique out of everyone. Maybe I'm just biased because my dad, whatever. Um, but cause he's Superman. No, he's just, he's just so different from everyone else as far as like his sense of humor and like his personality and just a little bit more like open-minded to a lot of things and always just the type of person who's always trying to learn. Whereas everybody else in my family, not, I'm not saying that they're not smart or anything like that. They all are very good at something, but they're not like that, you know, like constantly. And I think that's where I get my curiosity for freaking everything. Like right. my dad, you know, um, just him constantly looking stuff up whenever you're interested in learning anything you just look it up like that's just what you do you know so google yeah have you guys, have you guys prepared at all for like uh for like your death yes. i know i know that's a super morbid question but have you prepared at all yes uh i don't think you can prepare dude no i think quite the you contrary mean like you financially definitely can prepare oh like, like a little life done- insurance policy on the side type thing uh i mean yeah I mean, but all that does is that that possibly gives money to somebody. But I'm no, I'm talking about like, uh, uh, for example, buying a plot of land where you, you're going to get buried. You know, uh, I ain't going to get buried, homie. I'm going to get gonna burned, do? homie. Ooh, okay. Crema- so cremation up in here. So I, I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm on the fence about that because I, I think I would want to get cremated. But now that we've have like a plot of land, like I almost feel like I'm like totally afraid. Like my worst nightmare is that I'm going to die and then somehow wake up when I'm getting buried and just like (laughs) get buried alive. Yeah. Being in the ground just in one spot just doesn't. Or imagine waking up like at the like at the freezer when you're at the coroner's office. Like I'd be fucking scary. Yo. Yeah, that's true. I have like I have kind of an off topic story on that. Um, on the whole, like waking up like that, you know, that's, that's how the whole, uh, saying saved by the bell came to be. What? 
Yeah, so when they used to make whiskey, and I learned this actually in Ireland, we're Where? at the whiskey museum. Oh, she she said this on a podcast. Did I? Yeah, you did. I it's don't dope though. It. The whole no, I think I told you. I mean, she is Jesse Spano. Oh, okay. She is Jesse Spano. <laughs> she is. All right, say My it again. Hair. It's cool. She's it's like cool. the Salvadorian Jesse Spano. So she's like, uh, what should we call her? We gotta give her like jo- Jossie Sp- Jossie Spano. There you oh, go. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Okay, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's okay. So when I went to Ireland, um, they when I went to the whiskey museum, they actually went over like how whiskey came to be and all of that. So. When they were first, you know, testing it out and it was very, very strong, it would knock people out for a couple days. And so I don't know if back then they just weren't, um, I don't know, very good at like feeling for someone's pulse or anything like that. So they assumed that they were dead. And so they would literally bury these people and they would still be alive. They'd wake up after a couple days. So think about like being out. Right. And so they real one of the guys that um, I don't know, they had to like exhume a body for whatever reason. He realized it and actually what they started doing is they cut out a hole in the corner of your coffin and then they tie a rope to a bell and they'd have someone sitting there 24 seven in case someone did wake up. Um, and then if they rang the bell, then they'd know to like go, you know, unearth them basically. And that's, that's actually fucking crazy. It Isn't is that crazy. Nuts? crazy. That's insane. Well, not, not just that, but like, that's why they do wakes after that. Okay. So I, I you, you actually led me right into it. So I, I, Quite honestly, like if I die in the U.S., I think I'm going to be fine. Like I, that should be my least of my worries because you get buried like a week, two weeks after. Yeah, but true. if I die in Mexico, man, <laughs> motherfuckers get buried. Like, Same day, motherfucker. Like, like usually it's Bye. like you die today. It's like everybody prays for you like all night. You have like a thing, you know, all night. And then by like the next night, you're getting buried, bro. Five yeah. o'clock shadow going in dude, with you. Dude, that shit mm-hmm. is crazy because, mm-hmm. you know, they have like exhume bodies and there's people that like they've been able to see where the caskets like you could tell that people were like scratching yeah you know what i mean so whether they came back to life or what the hell happened that shit is scary as fuck dude. scary as hell it's kind of the same th- not the same thing because that's hell right there that's but why like, i think you could live hell on earth bro you want to know what else scares me that's man hell. having an operation and then being under anesthesia but you're really awake uh. so you can literally see everything like dude i think that that would freak me the hell out that wouldn't freak you out no I, i've actually gone into a surgery room awake still because i i i'm really like i don't know it's the first time i ever had surgery okay i had knee surgery when i was like 14 uh-huh. and they were trying to knock me out and you know they give you a little bit and a little bit and a little bit well i don't know if my just tolerance was randomly like really strong or whatever but i i was supposed to be out already by the time they took me into surgery room so I remember like going in and like then they had to like they mask you and do the gas and stuff and it definitely knocks you out she told me to count to 10 i think i got like four or something yeah but it's just crazy because like yeah that would have been nuts if i could actually like hear everything so it made me think of that dude memory. that's great there's people that have <laughs> like i forgot what it is i think i don't know if it's like the con like you're conscious but you can't oh it's like paralyzed you'll be you're paralyzed yeah yeah so you can't move so they think you're still under when in reality you're like feeling everything oh, that's bad as fucking scary that's horrible. as hell oh, that. there's a term for it i forgot what the term is. i don't think that yeah, happens as much suffering. anymore though <laughs> that's true though that doesn't really like have you ever have you heard of that recently i feel like that's an older thing they definitely must have yeah today's up, meds up the anesthesia game yeah dude for little, sure a little more morphine that's actually true. I mean, they can actually kill you with anesthesia now. That's actually how my great grandmother passed away. She had a heart attack for because oh, she was too shit. weak for that. Yeah, that she couldn't handle it. Yeah, she couldn't handle it. So, That's I mean, it's, it's a thing. That is crazy. Some morbid topics, but let's let's move on to something a little less morbid. Yes. Uh, we kind of talked about this uh, in pre-production, but uh, Jocelyn, you want to talk about things that like uh, your parents told you when you were young that you ended up finding out truth talk talk about it let's live walk us into it well one of the things i didn't know that for a long time like i would avoid like no other being i was super super careful not to swallow any seeds for watermelon <laughs> oh <laughs> true my story god. i swear to god same thing with pumpkins right dude yeah with anything because like I thought I legit thought that I'd have like a pumpkin or a watermelon growing inside of me. My mom told me that thing that crap. How horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought it was a thing. Like I didn't know that. Do you think you would have fell for that? Would you think you would have fell for that if your parents told you? Like hey, Hell don't, yeah. Don't, you would have? Yeah. Hell yeah, I would have. Like, my parents swallow. are like freaking to me, like my parents were like God. Like I didn't freaking know any better. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I would have. I would have. You know, I think after the first time I caught my parents like in one of those lies where they tell you something and in reality you're like, 
you find out that then i started getting skeptical about everything i'm super gullible maybe that's my issue i don't know <laughs> i was like are you sure dad are you sure or my mom my mom was a fucking worry word so well for me it was the whole cracking of the the fingers arthritis our whole life dude our whole no no they just they'd always say oh my god you're no don't do that stop you're gonna grow up with your your fingers are gonna grow crooked that's called arthritis, oh, yeah. bro. arthritis you never you never heard that one that's what they no. say i mean that's actually true you're not supposed to well they just said cricket deformed like deformed yeah that was their whole thing like you're gonna grow up stop don't you're gonna grow up deformed deformed and i'm like dude that was a bunch of that was a big ass lie okay i would love to ask jocelyn jocelyn did your mom ever tell you not to go out with your hair wet because you're gonna get sick oh <laughs> still 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 shut the hell up my mom's still like that yeah she said that what about walking? I bare- never listened though. What about walking barefoot on a cold, uh, on a cold floor? Yep, I still get that. Still, I still get that for being like. She's like, "Te vas a enfermar más." Yeah. Dude, like, it's okay. fucking It's like, mom, it's a virus. It's yeah. not. It's not any of that. It's not gonna contract through my feet. But yeah, whatever. but that cracking of the fingers is bullshit. Yo, man. Speaking of virus, dude, tell me how fucking stressed out you were knowing that that stupid plane from uh, China was gonna land here in Ontario, dude. I was pissed, bro. Dude, that wasn't that. That's trippy, but they contained it, right? Well, so what they ended up doing is originally, I think it was going to come into a different airport. I'm not sure if it was LAX, but it was something closer. Yeah, nearby to LA. And then they're like, "Nah, let's fuck up the people inland. <laughs> let's send them to fucking Ontario." That's actually not smart. We're well, further in. <laughs> well, but there's less people here than there is like in around LAX, right? So people around here got fucking pissed, bro. They're like, nah, what the hell is wrong with you? Why are you bringing it uh, into this airport? So I think they buckled under pressure and they ended up like diverting that plane to March Air Force Base, which is in Mo Valley, right? Yeah, Mo Valley. Yeah. So they're fucked. Now they, you know. Kevin lives close to there. (laughs) (laughs) They live nearby. Well, I went to school in that area. (laughs) Did you? Isn't it somewhat close to you? Hey, man, weren't you you, like coughing today? Wasn't I coffee? Well, was <laughs> Weren't you coffee? Oh, shit. Dude, I felt like I was going to faint, too. Nah. Um, no, I think what they did is uh, they're going to hold people. They're going to hold people from that plane and basically quarantine them. Damn. And see if they did actually come over with anything. You have to. Bro, this is fucking bigger than people think. I don't know if it was true. I've actually heard it now from two different people that there was some sort of emergency uh, for the city of uh, what was a uh, remember uh, Brad showed us the thing. Uh, oh, that was uh, that was Carson. Carson, city of Carson. So now two different people. I don't know if it was real or if somebody's just like has like real sick sense of humor. But they're saying that like uh, if you live in Carson and you went to like these locations, like you should go get checked and monitor to see if you have any symptoms. How fucking scary is that? Fuck dude? That's yeah, that's what the heck. Oh yeah, man. China, yeah, no. That shit's scary to come from China. So many goddamn people. I would a lot of st- over being sick. Dude, I, I was would, sick last week. I would not want to be an Ugh. old person right now, man. Because you know, a lot of people have gotten the virus, but like people that are, I think, our age and good health conditions are overcoming it. Yeah. If you're old, you fucked. I mean, that's that's. <laughs> what's like the? <laughs> Sorry. What's I mean, like the? They're probably not listening to the, They're probably not listening to this podcast anyway. So, <laughs> if you're old, you fucked. Yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. Where does it cap off? Like, what's like the old? Where'd, yeah, that's a good question. Where? When are you considered old? Like, I feel like you're still y- like young, right? Like, in your forties, you're still young. It's probably seventy. Yeah. What, what do you think? That's sev- pretty fucking old. Seventies old. Seventies old. Yeah, that's what you would say, old. So if someone was sixty, you're, you're like, nah, they, they, you're not old yet. Man, I'm just gonna go with the Social Security office. If you're sixty-two, you collect the <laughs> fucking Social Security. You old? No. Nah? Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's when you consider old. Yeah, you can get th- when you can get the senior discount. When you <laughs> when you need the blue pill. Yeah. I've I, always I wondered get, if, they, if they ever stop if they ever stop having <laughs> sex, they, like throw out their hips. Oh, you, know? you think like viejitos? Yeah, yeah, like old, old. Like I'm talking like you know, like seventy. You know, like do they ever stop? I but know, I've heard, bro, I've like, heard. Hey, y'all want to keep fucking into your seventies, dude? I don't, okay. I don't think I do, dude. Really. I don't know, dude. Man. Think about it though. I've heard that at senior homes, that that's where a lot of like STDs are contracted because they're just so old. They don't care. They don't I won't give, give a fuck, fuck either. They just out here fucking before they die. They're like, if we're gonna die, <laughs> we're gonna go out fucking the right way, bro. That would be the right way to go out. That's true. You yep. wouldn't smash on some uh, 
Some gray hair pussy? Dude, you got to be banging, bro. <laughs> you got to be banging. Dude, but think about it. At that age, you're going to be the same way. So you got to like... look 10 years younger, bro. <laughs> and then and then I'll see what's up. You wouldn't want a BJ from a chick who doesn't have dentures? <laughs> I mean, think about it. That slip and slide, bro. <laughs> think about how deep you can go. <laughs> Not worry about bites. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, I think I, I think... Hey, as long as it still works, I'd be down. Fuck it. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah but you'd be like, nah, I'm calling it a know, day man. at like 40. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to keep going until see, I can't. You're so lazy, bro. Until I can't. I'm going to keep going until I can't. <laughs> but see, I mean, you, it's not the same thing because chicks can go. Yeah, you just lay there. No. Yeah. What if you don't get wet? Well, I mean, there's loot for that. Yeah, you got KY. True. True. But yeah. like. You got mama. some old. Yeah. Gotta get me a man who can hang till he's ninety at least. Somebody knocked the cobs cobwebs out. You got KY and then you got grape KY. You got orange KY. Hey, so like on a previous episode, we determined that she has spikes. Remember? No, we did not determine that. That's not true. No, you were talking about it. Oh, the spinger spike. No, oh the spinger spike. She said that she said that she had spike that she used to like bust up condoms. Okay, that was no, no. I said. The condom has broke before. That's what I said. Mm. Well, they'll break if that shit is dry as hell. Yeah, no, it's well. not like that. Real quick, like yep. it was. I'm not gonna explain, but like it was not like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else you guys want to talk about? You know what I was thinking though. What? I was kind of thinking about how many. I was talking to Eddie about this earlier about our closet listeners. Closet listeners. Yeah. Like I was like, dude, I bet you. I, I think we have a ton of closet listeners. Why do you say like that? Like they're gay? No, no, just like closet listeners, just listeners. Oh, people who, that like listen who, to the show, like yeah, they, don't they don't comment. They don't comment or like where we'll never find out that they actually listen to the show. We have fucking hundreds of those, dude. Yeah, like. we I bet I, we do. But I would appreciate mm-hmm. knowing who these closet listeners are. I really would. Well, so what should we make them do? We should make them like give us like a code, dude. Just DM us if you, closet listeners, you know who you are. Yeah. DM us our Mr. Rescue's neighborhood on Instagram. Just throw a DM and all I'm wanting I all I want from you is one word. Closet. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So just throw it on a closet. Dude, watch us watch our shit just blow up. Closet, 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 closet. Man, we can't even get motherfuckers to fucking answer our poll question, but Well that's what I'm saying. Just go on there and just fucking DM just closet. Alright. Go but, on my personal IG at K Goozy. That's fine too. I don't care. Just be like closet, closet. So one word. Don't start a conversation with me, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Gonna, just dude. fucking closet that shit for me, and that's it. I appreciate you. Sounds sounds a little sounds a little out there. What? You don't think they'll do it? Imagine you get a bunch of messages. Dude, how comedy would that a bunch be? Bunch of like messages closet. from guys that say closet. Oh, I know. <laughs> closet, 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 closet. Okay, just get, stick to Mr. Resk's IG and, page, please. And then, and then the little uh, eggplant emoji. Oh shit. <laughs> They're all coming for Kevin. God damn it. <laughs> he got that bubble butt. <laughs> hey, Kevin. You know, I kind of feel, feel bad about that. You know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. About what? About why, what? why do they just assume they're going to come after Kevin? Oh. What, what am I? Yeah. What, chubby guys don't count? No, hey. no, this is true. This you know, is there true. there are plenty of guys out there Different strokes bears. for different folks. Exactly. You know? You know the bear, the, there's bears out there. There's bear, yeah. mar- bear market. This Do a little uh, black bear <laughs> diner. It's true. <laughs> Very true. Black Bear Diner. That's an actual place. (laughs) Have you ever ate at the Black Bear Diner? I have. I have. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're totally going to slander them right now. It's whatever, dude. I I like Cholula or Tapatio, and they don't have either of them. Oh, that's a deal breaker. They have their other salsas. It's whatever. (laughs) Which one do they have? They have their own. They make their own. Like Black Bear Sauce. Bears don't know how to make fucking salsa. I know they don't. Get the fuck out of here. Have you ate there? Yeah. How is it? okay so everybody says the same shit that like the like the it's quantity whatever. that you get is like a lot it is but like but the it's food like is just like whatever it's yeah. like whatever it's, it's it's honestly i had like an omelet you can't really mess up an omelet if you mess up a novel you just don't know how to cook like yeah. you know what i mean like it wasn't really uh hey and they say that like the servers are fucking rude <laughs> dude uh, if you work at black bear diner and you're listening to this podcast fuck you <laughs> <laughs> suspenders are on a little too tight oof do they work that's their unis Okay, real quick, parting shot. What place, whether it's food, business, whatever, has the best customer service? 
Amazon. No. We're well, talking said, about restaurant? You said food? You said it food? could be food, restaurant, it could be whatever. I mean, Amazon freaking deals with me all the time. They are always amazing. Say it. Wow, this was kind of boring for me, though. But it's a good one, though. Oh, like something that I do, uh, I use frequently is uh, Valvoline Insta Oil Change. What? Have you ever done those drive-through oil chains, Valvoline? Yeah, like a Jiffy Lube. Like a Jiffy Lube, but it's yeah. Valvoline. They sh- Valvoline's dope though because they show you the oil stick, bro. So they'll show you the oil <laughs> straight up. True story. Jiffy Lube got in trouble. They got in lawsuits because they were not changing people's oils. That's true. I did see like uh, some sort of like uh, pieces of shit. Yeah, it was Damn, like I forgot. I didn't what, know that. I forgot yeah. what show. It was like a sixty minutes where they said they weren't. They like yeah, they weren't. They're were just they were like in, saying that they talking were talking to you, and then the guy underneath, you don't know what they're doing, and they weren't changing your freaking oil. What? That's crazy. Yeah, or so they fa- would they would take out the oil and not refill it. I saw that. Like, oh my people's God. engines were like fucking. Dude, you could blow out your engine. That's that way. exactly what happened. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what happened. So what? shout out to Valvoline Oil Chase, but every time. It's like you. They 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 provide pretty good uh, customer service on a consistent basis. I'm a shout out uh Chick Fil A workers, bro. I don't know where the oh, hell, dude. I don't know where the hell Chick Fil A fucking hires their people. They dude. have to like dude, that's go true. to Utah that is and so hire good. all these people. Go bro. to Utah. <laughs> <laughs> because those motherfuckers are like the nicest yes. people, like that yes. I know. Chick Fil A workers have you are so they always efficient. Hire white people though. I mean, that's why I said Utah. <laughs> Yeah, white. I mean, I would. I've seen more white people there, but I've I've seen some Latins up in the mix for what? sure. What? I have the cooks. Are they the cooks? I have. Not. Uh, <laughs> come on, bro. I know. Yo conozco a mi gente, people. dude. Get out of here. I know. I know what we do. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen a couple little, little Latinas. You know what I'm saying? Latinas? Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shout hey, out. bro. They got their fucking game. Like nobody runs a better fucking drive-through than Chick-fil-A, bro. Yeah. Word up. Straight up. There's like 80 cars. And you're in and out fast. That's true. Dude, yeah, no, they have what's crazy about like Chick fil A and In and Outs is the uh the the development um behind the parking situation and the, the drive through traffic that you that they deal with when you build those uh those restaurants. Oh yeah. yeah. So you have to you're dealing with shopping centers and mm-hmm. you're dealing with city, you know, uh, city terrain. Think about the planning that goes into that project development where you have they have to there's going to be overflow no matter what. There's going to be overflow. Like, for yeah. example, in Chino off Mountain, right off the 60 in Chino Mountain, the In-N-Out yep. off Mountain. Yeah. Right by that me. one, yeah, right, right right there. That one, that backs all the way up down Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, true. And that's dangerous because you have cars coming through. It's right off the freeway. And then yeah. there's a line. It's like, dude, they're literally in the street. That's the want, one down the street from Eddie's house. You want the double-double <laughs> or not, bitch? Yeah, if you guys want to autograph, uh, catch Eddie there. <laughs> Hey, so I got a, like one quick parting shot because honestly, you go to fucking like a McDonald's or you go to Jack in the Box and you ask for ketchup and you almost get like the feeling that you're bothering them. Like, yo, I'm getting fucking fries, bitch. Yes, I want ketchup. Like, why do I have to ask you for that shit? Dude. Chick-fil-A is like, yo, what kind of sauces can I get you? Oh, you want more than one? How many you want? How you many? Want, yeah. They you want Chick-fil-A sauce? Got you, bro. You want buffalo sauce? Got you, bro. Like, they don't even ask no fucking questions. They, ask, they actually ask you. As part true. of your order. Hey, what kind of sauces do you want us to put in the dude? Love it, bro. Dude, have you gone to freaking McDonald's where they're like, oh, how many do you want? They like give you exactly like three or four. And they're like, count them. Nah, I'm kind of like, cool with that because I'm I feel like annoying. I waste a lot. Of, I'm really? conservative too with Why that. Why not? Just ask for like seven if you want a lot or whatever. I just feel like I'm like, give me 10 because I love ketchup. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, I feel like I have to like say a large number. It just makes me sound fat. <laughs> I don't okay, like true, true, true or not. McDonald's ketchup is the best ketchup out there. I know that there's fucking. No, re- I feel I like that, that about the Coke. Yes. Their Coke is the best. You know that they like their ketchup Damn, is different than like Heinz 57 bottles and stuff like that. Same thing. Like, um, OK, so uh, something a fun thing that you guys should do. Should, if you guys order like a like a Coca-Cola from McDonald's, drink their Coke Mm-hmm. And then try and like have a little bit of like from a Coke can or a Coke bottle. Mm-hmm. Totally different. They do. It they taste different. Nothing like each other. It's so true. It's more syrupy. McDonald's has like their own special mm-hmm. formula for Coke. What? Yes. Yeah. You never heard this? Yes. No. Yeah. They have their, like their own they special formula. Yeah, it is better up. Coke. It probably has like way more sugar. I'm surprised and- Kevin don't know about it. It's better Coke. <laughs> 
McDonald's Coke, bro. It's pretty fucking Dude, good. Gonna You're going to die. For the show. You're going to die, but it's good. I'll be like, hey, uh, yeah, Mr. Uh, Eddie from Mr. Rasco's Neighborhood uh, told me about your Coke. <laughs> yeah, uh, E.D. Can I have a large, please? <laughs> uh, anyways, I think that's all we got for this week, guys. Uh, you guys got any shout outs? Uh, I got a shout out. What you got? To my boy, Sandro Var- Vargas. Who? My boy, Sandro. Oh, Sandro. Sorry, yes. I didn't hear you. He was a closet listener, bro. Oh, yeah, he came yeah, out. Yeah, we had a little he event. <laughs> he came out. He's all, yo, bro, good to see you, man. Dude, dude, I love the fucking podcast, man. It's fucking cool, man. And I'm just sitting there like, what? I was taken back. That's awesome, man. I had no That's idea. Awesome. Shout out to you, Sandro. He, yeah, I had no idea he listened, so I appreciate him. Shout, shout out, Sandro. Appreciate yeah, thank you, you so much. I appreciate you listening, Sandro. Yeah. Shout out to my buddy, Black Jesus. That's literally what we call him. Black Jesus? Yes. Shout out, Black Jesus. What's, what's shout good, out. baby? What up, you know Black Jake? Yeah. Can I ask why you guys call him Black Jesus? I call him Black Jesus. <laughs> yeah, why you call him Black Jesus? Okay, why do you call him Black Jesus? His, his Bitmoji, you know when those came out? He just like had gotten one, like made it. He has long hair mm-hmm. and had made it way too damn dark. Mm-hmm. And it, he, it just looked like Black Jesus. And so I, since then, I would roast him about it all the time. He ended up actually changing it because of it. But the name still stuck, so. Oh, right on. His name is Black Jesus. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's listening either for the first time or has been a loyal listener. Thank you so much for tuning in. Word. Uh, uh, nobody specific, but uh, again, hopefully this uh, was able to take you uh, a little bit away from the realities of the world. Uh, we hope next episode be a little bit more upbeat for you guys. I uh, just want to say love to Aww. everybody. What are you trying to say? It wasn't a good one? Hey, man. This is more of a shit. serious episode. Yeah, this is a little bit more serious. Aww. I want to say before we before we actually get off. Kevin, I love you, bro. Love you, too. Jocelyn, yeah, fine. I love you, too. <laughs> love you, too. <laughs> and I love our, our castmates that are not here. Tiana, Megan, and Sensei, who's actually in Jamaica at the moment. Jamaica, man. She's getting, yep. Yeah, Y'all she's be, getting turned up right now for yeah. show. Y'all be safe. Love you guys. Talk to you in a week. Peace. Bye.